I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. You're listening to Blue Jays Nation Radio with Cam Lewis and Tyler Uremchuk, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. Episode 197 of Blue Jays Nation Radio is brought to you by Botano. The game starts now at Botano.ca. Futures odds for Major League Baseball. Maybe you got an inkling on a spring training game. Maybe you're looking to get the latest NHL, NBA odds. They have it all over at Botano, the 2023 EGR brand of the year for best sportsbook operator. 19 plus, please play responsibly. Your Chuck and Coomzy with you once again for episode 197, a little spring training update. Coomzy, how are you doing? Uh, I mean, it's early March. It's minus 25 outside. I've sneezed over 100 times this morning. I don't know what's going on. This is uh, This is ideal, man. This is spring. Here we are. Yeah. This is spring. I'm doing this podcast to procrastinate having to go outside and shovel right now, which is not something I enjoy saying on a baseball podcast, but it is bright and sunny down in Florida. The Jays are in action right now as we're recording this against the Boston Red Sox. But there's a handful of headlines floating around, so we figured we'd hop on and do a little 15, 20 minute weekend update podcast. And Coomzy, the big news over the last 48 hours is the news that Matt Chapman has signed with the San Francisco Giants, a three year deal that's like kind of not really a three-year deal it's worth a total of 54 million but he's got two opt-outs in it so he can opt out if he goes and has a banging year he can just be like i'm done i'm going back to free agency uh but that price tag i think when you see the headline come across three years and only 54 million i think rightfully a lot of jays fans myself included are sitting there going why is ross atkins not paying more than that for this guy yeah, I mean, it's a little surprising. It's not It's not surprising that Matt Chapman wound up signing this contract, I think, last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was, that Cody Bellinger re-signed that deal with the Chicago Cubs. It was something similar, three years, 80 mils, an opt-out after each year, gives him the ability to try free agency if he has another good season without the draft pick compensation attached, which, again, obviously makes it easier for you in free agency. It's um, Yeah, it's not surprising this exact contract was signed after we saw the Bellinger one, but it's surprising that it wasn't with the Jays. It seemed like when Bellinger signed that deal, it was like, all right, he the Cubs had the advantage because if you're another team, why would you potentially sacrifice a draft pick and international slot money for a guy who could be there and then opt out and then walk the following year? Or, you know, opt out and demand more money to come back, whatever the situation is. But despite the Blue Jays being in that same situation where they have the draft pick advantage, 
Chapman still wound up signing with a different team. He joins the San Francisco Giants. They have to give up a draft pick and they have to give up money and he could leave them right after. So it, it's, it's, it's surprising. It's surprising that it wasn't the Jays who wound up making this deal, but I guess here we are now. We don't have to sit here in spring training and wonder, all right, is there, you know, a big name player who's going to come and improve the roster? Is there a savior? No, there's not. It's just whoever's on the roster and they're going to have to figure it out. Yeah, it, it is disappointing. I, I do wonder a little bit, like, not that I really want to give Ross Atkins and Mark Shapiro the benefit out of the doubt after what little activity we saw over the winter. And we do know they made a rich offer for Chapman or a more rich offer for Chapman at some point last season or at the beginning of the winter. He turned it down thinking he could get more. But Matt Chapman's a guy born in California, born in Vic- Victorville, Victoriaville, whatever it is. He played his high school in California. He played his college in California. I wonder if maybe he wasn't just like, you know what? If I'm going to take the short term, lower money deal somewhere, I'm going to play back at home. I'm going to go back to the Bay Area, obviously played, started his career in Oakland. I wonder if maybe that was a factor working against the Jays here. Uh, we never really know ultimately what a player's priority is, and though it might seem from a distance. So, yeah, Matt Chapman's a well-liked player on the Blue Jay. It seemed like he had a good time here. Seemed like it was a perfect fit. Seemed like it made a whole bunch of sense. You never really know. I mean, like you said, this is a guy who grew up. He went to high school in California. He went to college there, drafted by the Oakland A's, spent the first part of his career. Of course, being traded to Canada, playing in Toronto is a a pretty significant difference than what you know. So, I mean, maybe if he was going to sign a deal deal with the Jays, it would have come in at more than that, you know, three years, 54 million, the 2018 and 16 that he got from San Francisco. Maybe it would have cost more, but... I don't know. It's 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 hard to say because it seemed the Jays did have interest in Matt Chapman because during the season, there's a report they offered a five or six year deal, one that was over one hundred million dollars and he turned it down. So if there was that level of interest previously, what's the change? And I mean, I don't know. It's it, it seems like there was interest from both sides, but for whatever reason, it just it didn't work out. So now we're sitting here and like you said, there's no savior coming. There's no big splash coming that's going to make this front office's winter offseason look any different than it currently is. So who does this put the most pressure on to actually perform next year? I, I mean, obviously, there's pressure facing Ross Atkins that these kind of little bets he took all over the place need to work out. I think Justin Turner's got to find a way to be this year's Brandon Belt to some extent, maybe not as impactful, but somewhere in that range. And then what you're looking at? Isaiah Kiner-Falefa finding a way to outproduce the contract they gave him, which is probably a rich contract to begin with. Like, it, my point is, it's hard to be optimistic looking at these guys and saying, "Boy, I I believe IKF can have a big year." Like, I just that sounds weird. Yeah, it's 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 not really easy to come into this and think, "Oh yeah, they've they've got." I mean, I don't know. Since they signed Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, I've kind of tried to look at it like, oh, this guy was brought in to replace Whit Merrifield. Justin Turner was brought in to replace Brandon Belt. I'm trying to not view it as, you know, IKF is supposed to be the new Chapman. But now that Chapman is gone and there isn't another addition, it's straight up just, okay, a guy who put up 7.7 wins above replacement over the past two seasons, which is second on the team over those two years behind only Bo Bichette is gone. And, you know, two of the free agents you did go and bring in are replacing two other solid, productive veteran players. So the hope is that IKF and Justin Turner can bring what Merrifield and Belt brought. And we haven't even talked about <laughs> making up for what you've lost with Chapman here. So, I mean, the other challenge is we've talked about this before too. I mean, as 
many things went wrong last year. Vladdy, Alejandro Kirk, Dalton Barsho didn't have a great year. George Springer, a lot of things went right as well. So, I mean, the pitching staff was fantastic. They had a really good bill of health. You're kind of now hoping that all that stuff happens again with the pitching and defense, the good health, the good results, and you're hoping the offense improves. So you need a bunch of players to bounce back so that you can be at least as good as last year, but you're doing that without one of your best players. So imagining the Blue Jays not just, you know, improving um, from year to year, like them being better in 2024, it's it's sort of getting hard to wrap your head around them being as good as they were last year, which is this is the first time we've come into a season thinking, is this team even going to be better than the one we just watched? And I'm honestly not sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not sold on it. Remember the year they lost to Seattle? That winter was all about, okay, no more of this going up, swinging out of your shoes, trying to let the long ball save you every night. We're going to become a fundamentally better baseball team. And then the talk after losing to Minnesota was like, whoa, okay, they, they, the pendulum swung too far to the other side. They didn't have enough pop. They didn't have enough any really players who could step up in a big moment and make plays. And it was like, okay, this winter is going to be all about getting somewhere back to the middle. And they just flat out didn't do that. So we're looking at another year where we're watching a team whose bread and butter will be defense, even though you lost Matt Chapman and pitching, which again, a lot when you want to talk about things that went right, pitching staff that stayed more or less 100% healthy and had bounce backs from Barrios and Kikuchi. A lot went right there. But Coombsy, as we switch gears a little bit, I want to talk about the pitching staff here because there are some headlines out of spring training surrounding that, mainly on the injury front. Alec Manoa has a, quote, cranky right shoulder. I don't really know what that means. There's some discomfort. But the fact that he did not look good in his first outing and is now sitting on the sidelines not throwing. And I know eventually, I think at some point this week, they said he's going to get back on the mound. But that is really not good. This is a disastrous start to the spring for Manoa. Yeah, that's uh, really definitely not what you want to see. I mean, we can probably look past the first outing. At least you can kind of gain some positives. You can be like, all right, the velocity was good. The command was nowhere to be found. But at least there was one thing to lean into. It felt like his slider had a bit more life. felt like the velocity was there. Alec Manoa spoke about it after, and he drew some positives from it. The Blue Jays did too. So you think, all right, this is solid. Like the, the results weren't there, but whatever. It's a spring training game. There's some process that we can give a thumbs up to. But now it's like, well, after finding that extra velocity and a start, He's now dealing with arm, some arm issues. So you're kind of wondering, this goes all the way back to last year and us not really actually ever knowing what fully went on with Alec Manoa. Like, you know, he was named opening day starter, had the rough start, had a terrible run and then got sent down to the Florida Complex League. He came back up, seemed to think that when he was back up, he was going to run the rest of the way, made a handful of starts, real mixed bag. They send him down to make room on the roster, Pyongin Ryu, and Manoa doesn't come back for the rest of the year. And then there's that conundrum between him and the team. Is he supposed to be in AAA Buffalo? Is he supposed to be on the injured reserve? You know, is he actually injured? He thought he was. The team didn't. They were getting all those extra checks. Have they actually really completely figured out what is going wrong here? Or is this just like the problems that were there last year of just lingered all the way into this year it, it the saga is so bizarre to me that i'm i i just really don't know what to expect and i think it's kind of difficult given everything that's gone on to be optimistic about it but maybe that's just you know the vibes don't feel great right now and everything's kind of just like Matt chapman just signed elsewhere the vibes don't feel fantastic maybe we're just letting that leak everywhere but for me it's just i don't know it's i'm not i i, I have a hard time feeling optimistic about this situation yeah 
So Manoa, he's not throwing. Tiedemann, I know they said he's going to, I think he was scheduled to throw at some point this weekend or in the next coming days. Uriel Rodriguez still hasn't thrown a ball for the Toronto Blue Jays. And I was reading Keegan Matheson's piece over at MLB.com the other day, and he talked about in a couple examples he used. Like, remember when Alejandro Kirk was banged up, got a late start, then last year he just never really found momentum he spent the whole year it felt like trying to play catch up and Matheson pointed out the year Yusei Kikuchi became a Blue Jay he signed late he got a late start in spring and then just never really played catch up like we've seen examples of guys who I know it's easy right now to just be like ah it's spring like who cares as long as they're ready for opening day like that's fine but being ready for opening day and being on the same level as everyone else on opening day are kind of two different things and it's happened in the past, and I mean, the, the history is a good indicator of the future. If you're behind in spring training, it can be tough to get back everything and be back on the same level as everyone come opening day. The nice part for the Jays is that it looks like they do actually have a little bit of depth, and one name that just keeps popping up is Bowden Francis. We've heard his teammates praise him over and over again. We're hearing great things about him from the front office and the management, and you kind of sit and look back at last year, Coomsey. Well, 1.73 ERA over just a hair over 36 innings. Like maybe we aren't giving Bowden Francis enough love as like a legitimate MLB option this year. A guy who could not just be, you know, a dude who eats innings for you, but a guy who can be elite and impactful. Elite stretch. Impactful. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Impactful, yeah. It, it, like, I mean, it, he kind of looks like the arm that could fill that that Roth Stripling role that they they wanted to fill it with Mitch White. It was like, all right, Roth Stripling is going to leave. He's going to cash in on his payday. at a great season in 2022, and they went out and acquired Mitch White at that that same year's trade deadline. Got a couple years of control left, and it's like, all right, this guy is going to be the number six starter, the bullpen arm who who goes back and forth whenever it's necessary. And that hasn't really worked out thus far, though. There are some positive signs about Mitch White. His velocity is way up. 
for the first time since he was in the LA Dodgers organization. So maybe that's something, but between him and Bowden Francis, you'd think that this year they will have someone to fill that role. Cause that was such a blind spot on the team last year. Like we just got finished talking about the Manoa situation and he goes down to the complex league in June and the team had to operate for like a month, almost two months with, with the four, four and a half man rotation essentially. Cause it was Francis and Trevor Richards doing the piggyback thing every fifth day. And then, you know, your bullpen goes from eight to six guys basically, because, if those two combine to throw six innings, then they obviously can't come out of the pen the next day. But it's an interesting situation because, you know, if things do continue to kind of snowball south for Manoa here, there's an arm issue. He isn't able to throw. It keeps getting pushed back. You never know. Like, knock on wood, that this is fine. But it does seem this year like there are more options to to kind of fill that spot. And, I mean, for somebody like Francis coming off of the momentum that was last year and how good he was, and he obviously probably earned some trust from John Schneider and Pete Walker, I don't think it's unreasonable to think, all right, if Alec Manoa has a rough, rough spring training then there are two guys there one of which mitch white is out of options i don't think the blue jays are going to be afraid necessarily to have one of those guys be the fifth starter and we heard the talk from john schneider coming into this year about manoa was he's got to come into camp and earn it this guy's they they have no reason to give him the benefit of the doubt i could still see there being some lingering frustration with the way things were handled by manoa's camp in manoa last year so yeah it's far from a lock when you consider the injuries what Bowden francis did this year how he's looked early on in spring that it's like he could very well be their fifth starter coming out of uh, out of the spring. Guys like Paulo Espino, he's looked great so far through five innings yeah. this spring. Connor Cooks looked good. Mitch White looked good. Chad Dallas, their number 13 prospect, has looked good. Like, you kind of go down the list, and it's like, they're actually – and it's early days of spring training. You're facing a lot of single-A, double-A caliber hitters, so that, is, that needs to be included in the conversation. But still, while we're sitting here ragging on the group of fielders and hitters they might have, the group of arms actually – might be really, really deep, and it could lead to them having potentially a really good bullpen this year. Yeah, I mean, like, the the whole thing is the Blue Jays are supposed to become, like, a pitching factory. That's the whole, the complex in Dunedin, all of this. You look at Shapiro Atkins, their background in Cleveland. What Cleveland did well was pitching. They were a run suppression team. That's what they brought to Toronto with a bigger budget. And, I mean, you'd think now we're, the, the, the complex has been open for a few years the Blue Jays should start to see the benefit of that as time goes along. We're getting to a point now where, you know, we should start to see these arms that people have been talking about. This Blue Jays are going to be one of those teams that's a pitching factory and they pump out arms. So we should be at that point soon where, where, where you're just like funneling these names up into the major league roster. Be nice. It would be nice. Get yep. ready to watch a lot of three, one ball games this year. Coomzy. It's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. uh, Shout out to Botanical. Oh, yeah. We'll be riding with the under a lot this year. Uh, last kind of storyline I wanted to hit on with you. Uh, Garrett Cole pissing his pants over a home run trot yeah. in spring training is remarkably on brand for Garrett Cole. Uh, Vogelbach, ten, first off, Daniel Vogelbach takes him deep. So maybe that's a, maybe that's this year's Brandon Belt. It's Daniel Vogelbach who uh, then called himself Danny Poutine at one point. Uh, he goes yard. That's great to see. I don't know if he's actually a factor for the major league team, but Daniel Vogelbach, a larger gentleman, for those who may not know, ran the bases relatively slow. And Garrett Cole, after the game on Daniel Vogelbach's slow trot in the first inning, quote, yeah, what's the day? Are we still in February, March 1st? Yeah, he enjoyed that homer. And then he said, quote, I don't forget a lot of things. I Like, fucking Garrett Cole, man, shut up. Yeah, I don't know, man, like... This is a, you're the reigning American League Cy Young winner. You had the best season in 
in the American League for a pitcher by by a pretty wide margin last season. Unanimously won the award. Coming into this year, here's a guy on a minor league contract who's I don't know trying to impress his new teammates, trying to like get in and be a part of the groove, like trying to have some fun in the late February baseball game, and you just can't handle it. I don't know, man. It was a beautiful home run. It was a beautiful. It was one of those perfect like left-handed sweet swings where you could just tell as soon as it's touched. Like if this thing stays fair, then it's gone, and it's like. You can see exactly why the Blue Jays would want to have Daniel Vogel back like on their roster. We didn't see very many times last season where someone took a pitcher like Garrett Cole, like a good right-hander, and just took him yard like that. There weren't very many times where that happened last season. So you can see why the Jays would want a hitter like this. He had 13 bombs last season and had a 742 OPS. I mean, if we're talking about figuring out how to replace Matt Chapman's offense, he wasn't a world beater offensively last year, but that's still like a you know a 750 OPS and 20 bombs, 20 doubles. So, you know, maybe Vogelback could be the 15 home run guy the Blue Jays need, but who knows? That's a that's a nice start for him. I I I I don't blame the guy for taking a slow trot after hitting a home run like that. Just if you're Garrett Cole, what you should recognize is like this is a compliment to you, man. Like Daniel Vogelback is proud of himself for hitting a home run off of you. Just view it that way. Stop being such a bitch. Oh, it's just so on brand. Also, like Daniel Vogelbach doesn't run that well. So the oh. idea that like him of all players didn't hustle enough around the bases is just like hilarious. But yeah, I mean, whatever. Get over yourself, Garrett Cole. Absolutely. Daniel Vogelbach, maybe he ends up being a factor for the Toronto Blue Jays this year. And they're going to need two or three guys like that who we again are down on right now or aren't talking about impact pieces and are turning thing end up turning into valuable parts of uh of the lineup so yeah there you go spring training headlines uh cy young pitcher losing his mind oh one other thing on that so garrett cole's angry that daniel vogelbach like whatever slow trot they were playing that game at the Yankees spring training ballpark when the Yankees were hitting home runs and scoring runs. They were doing the thing with the lights where they flash the lights and like turn them on and off oh, that yeah. they do in stadiums. And it's like, all right, you kind of lose some credibility like, whoa, it's March. Like, what's this guy's problem? And then your home team is like flashing the lights on spring training home runs. It's kind of like, man, that's kind of lame. I don't know. I know Garrett Cole obviously doesn't control that, but it just adds to it a little bit makes it a little bit funnier uh any other storylines you're watching here coomzy to wrap up this pod something you want to keep an eye on the next seven days of spring ball i guess the thing to look at now is who's going to be the best internal option to if, if someone's going to bounce and come up from the minors and like give the blue jays what they're losing with matt chapman who's the most likely one like john schneider said this is going to be some cool puzzle to solve. And it's a whole bunch of names that we saw before, like, you know, Cabin Biggio, Santiago Espinal, and then IKF. It's very similar to what they had in 2021. You remember it was, they didn't have a real third baseman at that time, but also you had Marcus Semien playing second. So it's a bit different, but now I think the prospect pool, the players are a bit further along and it's like, there's more depth at the upper levels of the minors that, Maybe they could compensate, but I'm not sure who it's going to be. Is it going to be an Aralvis Martinez, Addison Barger? Is maybe like a Davis Schneider going to find a home there? Or is this finally going to be the year that, you know, the BGO Espinal platoon winds up just being really good? And both of them are good at the same time. And it's, wow, we got a lefty and a righty. They're both good defensively. This is great. Honestly, who knows? There's, there's a lot of internal options. At least it'll be interesting to follow. 
All right. And we will be here as news continues to break. Not that we're expecting anything significant, but we'll keep up with the updates throughout spring training. We wanted to do a quick little 20 minute pod here on the weekend just to go over the Cole thing, the Chapman signing, all of that kind of stuff. So once again, a big, big shout out to our friends over at Botano 19 plus. Please play responsibly. The game starts now at Botano.ca. Coomzy, we'll chat later on in the week. Best wishes. Thanks for tuning in to Blue Jays Nation Radio. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from to never miss an episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.